This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. Oh, it didn't go out? Should I just start this? You yelling into that mic went out, but the rest of it didn't. What was that sound? Lima laughing at the absurdity of our jobs, our lives, that he's a father. I said, I never see his baby smile. He goes, there's nothing much to smile about right now. It's a rough life so far. <laughs> it's never a hard see the knock baby life. Smile. You guys show that baby all the time, and the baby never smiles. Baby's like, I don't even want to be here, guys. No, oh, yeah. I can't believe these are my parents. This is what this you is my gave, father. This is almost, what you gave me. I almost started bitching out Lima this morning at five fifty. Why? Because I called Lima yesterday and he didn't answer. We're having our best shows ever. And without, I said, "Oh, answering. kiss my ass." So, so I was told we've had our best week of shows by just a, a listener. But we never rank them, so we have no idea. Like, what week are you comparing? We don't. To? But I am a member well, we of a Reddit group. We need to start ranking the shows. Does. We need to start ranking no, the weeks. Because then I'm going to start. I'm going to start pissing on all of them. Wow. Anyway, so what was I going to say? You were mad what at was me. I gonna say? Yeah, I was pissed at you. And I, I didn't show it, though. I didn't play my hand. <laughs> because I texted Keith, though, to vent. I did. Okay. Because I tried to call you yesterday, and you didn't answer the phone. And then mm-hmm. I asked this morning, I go, did you do DV last night? And he goes, no. And so I thought you were giving me your signal or you knew that I called you and you didn't answer, so you had to think of something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, every, every minute of my life's accounted for now. I have no time. I have mm-hmm. no time. I have no time for anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing for anything. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, okay, great. Great. I, yeah, because you're the only one that's ever had kids. Yeah, I forgot. But- and, then this, and then right after the show, yeah, I'm not going to say that. That's business between you and your wife. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> He is. You had time to do something. He might be, well, he might be the only person I know that had 39 years of just doing whatever he wanted. We'll take away the first eight years. Yeah, there were really no parents over there, so kind of did whatever I wanted then. 39 years of just doing whatever he wanted on his own timeline. Like, I know people that got that for like five years. I was one of those guys, got like. After I moved, well, when I turned 16, when I got a car, then it was do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until my first child was born and I was 24, 23, 24. How many times have I called you? Are you admit, willing to admit this now that you're a married man? 
about your old life? Admit what? Well, you used to have a lot of fun in your old life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I thought I had made that abundantly clear. Okay. I'm just making sure. How many times have I called you while you were doing that? Many. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, think about the happy hours. I'm sorry. Well, no, remember I was doing all the happy hours, and you'd call me, and I'd step outside at the bar. I, I'd already been drinking. You would call me. I'm not me. talking about partying. I'm talking about uh, that. Oh, Jason. I said, I said you, no, I said you and your wife had time for something yesterday. Just oh, use the newlywed yeah. game word for whoopee. <laughs> right. Um, Snuggling. Like no, the no, no, yeah, that was. Smashing or smashing. That yeah. was always a late night thing. That wasn't necessarily during the day. Can I admit some? We had a we had a station emergency here one time, and Andy Roth kept calling and calling and calling and calling and calling, and Liz was like, "Turn your effing phone off!" And I'm like, "No," because I just kept going and going and going and going and going, and I'm just I just kept seeing Andy's name pop up, and I'm just laughing the whole time. I'm like, "This is great! This is great!" I was hoping it was Facetime. Yeah, I was like, "This is fantastic." Andy was losing his mind about something. It was great. No, I I think I think you're you're right. I'm doing the woe is me without a doubt. I am doing way too much of the <laughs> woe is me. Okay. No, but I, I am. And I Don't think it's the, it. it's a bad excuse, but it's what it's. And, and I'm getting yelled at every minute of the day from my wife about it. Is that I really did cultivate this selfish lifestyle to an extreme. Caring about yourself is they'll say, hey, do some do some work on you time. Like that's you. And it's like. Yeah, that's healthy in spurts. That shouldn't be your life's goal for 20 years, which is what it was for me. But I'm proud of you about something. There's two <laughs> things I'm proud of you about. One is that I encouraged you. I said, you know, I didn't want you to fall into a relationship just to fall into a relationship because that's what you were supposed to do. I encouraged you, if you felt to be selfish, to be selfish. I Because I think there's a lot of selfish people out there, and they just involve people in their selfishness. And I think it causes a lot of problems for other people. Yes. It hurts others. Yeah, well. And I didn't think you were really interested in hurting others. No. That's the first thing I'm proud of you. Oh, okay. Well, then. Well, no, no, no. No, no, you're right. But, like, just (laughs) as a quick aside, I have a buddy that is not going to have kids. He is married, but him and his wife are extremely successful. I've told you about the. That's a conscious decision. uh, uh, Yeah, they're not not having kids. I told you about his LinkedIn success. He's like the Gary V of his of his so he just work yeah. situation yeah he buys old teddy bears he's, and resells he's them. he wants to be the owner of the jets he is extremely successful he is a multi-multi-millionaire and he can't understand right now why i can't go on a trip he he's booking a trip to mexico he's even gone so far as to i'm gonna pay for your trip i am gonna pay for your trip you will want for nothing on this trip we are gonna live a lavish trip best food i think it was mexico city you want to go to Mexico City? Uh, that's I'm, two miles high. Which, which I've never understood. Yes, I, I'm, how am I going to breathe in Mexico City? I can't play a football game there. How am I going to do anything? But I, I, I understand his frustration with me because it's the same frustration I had with everybody when I was single. Why can't we just go on a trip? I don't care that you have kids. So now I'm understanding how selfish I was because I'm now labeling my buddy as being selfish. Because yeah. he can't comprehend a world in which I can't commit to anything Four months from now, but let alone a week from now. I commend you, though, where you didn't give in to pressure. There were several people. There was one. I'll admit there was a TV reporter that I wanted to set you up with years ago before I was even working in TV. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I thought you guys would have been cute together. And you were just not interested. 
and there was another person that you actually did kind of Peggy is married. Ken, stop. Peggy's wonderful. Don't even start. Um, it's my there was another one that you actually did kind of see, <laughs> and boy, I thought she was just the best. Boy, was she the best, and I thought that was stupid of you to let her go. But um, no, you never, uh, you never, you, 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 you there's something that you knew that you, you weren't just weren't ready for commitment. But I also and I respected that. I do scoff at the notion of well, the the. the God, I hope my wife's family's not listening to this. Not a hell with them. So, so there's this thought, oh, my God, Anthony found that special someone. Or on the other side of it, I've heard people say, oh, you, you settled. You settled. I have, very, I have very critical friends. Like there is that you're only doing this because you were working to having children or whatever. And it's like I don't believe in any of that necessarily. Mm. I think I lived the life I wanted to live for a long period of time, and I think – to some extent, you're never totally ready for anything. Well, People say they're ready for this. You're never totally but ready. Doesn't everyone settle at some point? You've settled to go. I'm not doing. I've I've decided I'm going to make a change in my lifestyle that yes. no longer allows me to do the things that I did previously. But that's not that's yeah. not an epiphany over a night. That's not I one. Oh, I I, I drank too much this weekend. Party right. too much this weekend. Went you on a bender. Married. And it's kids. time to change my life. That wasn't it either. I think I just allowed something to marinate, and I was like, I really like where this is going, and we are in agreement on a lot. Now, I've, as we've been married for two years, two, uh, for five, God, when did we get married? Not two years, but we've been dating for two years. I've recognized that we have a lot of differences, <laughs> that there is not a lot in common there. But with all that said, it works out. It works for us. That works for us, yeah. totally. I thought that, well, I also At think least for now. I shouldn't be... I, I, I am critical of you because that's just the way we are. But I also look at your situation and I think, well, I got married when I was 25. We had Axel when I was 28. Uh, you know, Owen went to the uh, Air Force and got married early and started having children early. You know, Keith, who I confide in about mm-hmm. all my, you know, when I get pissed at you at times. Michigan season ticket holder. Uh, Michigan yeah. season ticket holder, Keith Britton. Um, he got married in his 20s and um there were pictures of his abs yeah. on a huge poster remember at the that wedding. they had to sign the abs yeah. yeah me and dustin fox almost got into a brawl at a bar in marietta <coughs> that is a hundred percent each other no that was a hundred percent true story dustin don't remember you he, he, he can he confronted the person who confronted you i was you i was worried that one of the guys had a knife a very nasty um slur a man called you. Were you fighting a biker slur. gang? <laughs> it's Marietta, man. Yeah, it's the double L, man. That's right. how they live. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, either way, you're behind all this. Mm-hmm. So, in in you know we're in our twenties at the time when this happens. We're more malleable. You know, when you're you're you go through your twenties, your thirties, and your forty when you get married. You're forty one when you have your child, um, or when you know Sarah mm-hmm. has your kid. I think that you're, you know, when you're in that age, you're going to be more set in your ways. So I think there's going to be more bitching to have to do certain things that you're not used to doing. Oh, I'm a baby about so it. So I, I, I try to be understanding, but I did. I rolled my eyes as hard as I effing could. When you go, every minute of my day is accounted for, I go, cry me an effing I was, river. I was having a pity party. Yeah. Another way. It was okay. You're 100%. You should. I'm glad you brought it up. Because it is something that I, I, I think about because I'm like, how the hell did Ken have three kids? 
How? When did he have time for this? How did it happen? Because All I had to do I'm was struggling. I'm struggling with one. And and some people are like, it's gonna get so much harder. What are you talking about? Like when that it baby is. starts walking around, reaching for things, putting everything in her mouth. It got easier for me. It got easier for me. It got so much easier for me. Cause they move and they start to interact with you. Mm. So that becomes easier for you. It just it just became easier for me. I, I enjoyed it more. But you both, I don't think either of you are at a point now where you go back like Every minute of your day right now is accounted for. So is Ken's, right? Oh, yeah. I'm to a point now where my children's ages are and our situation with them, you know, some weekends we have we have one kid that's always there, but she's 16. Your all-time so, kid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she she claimed all-time oldest kid. Uh, she's ghost runner on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> but I now have this last weekend. That's why we went on that little day trip to Michigan. You can just do it. Wednesday evening, I'm sitting there going, I've caught up on all my projects around the house. Yeah. The only child that will be under the roof this weekend is totally capable of Not taking care of her, herself for an evening. Uh, and I went... I have time on Saturday and Sunday that is not accounted for. I started freaking, we need to account for this time. <laughs> I have lived an accounted for time lifestyle mm. for so long yeah. that I then went and immediately said, this is, we're taking a day trip and we are accounting for that time now. Now, once we got there, we didn't really have, we kind of had an outline, but there was no have to do this, right? But you'll find yourself that that lifestyle will change. In, yeah, in 16 years. Yeah, you're a, you're a long ways away from it. <laughs> great. That's true. You might not make it. So great. You'll yep. be a grand. Oh, wait, I'll be a grandfather by then for sure. Oh. Yeah. I might yeah. be a great grandfather by then. <laughs> you really think? How old's your oldest? No, 16. So I have 16, 15, two 13s. 32, yeah. Okay. I mean, you might not even have the, the info yet. I mean, there might be news right around the corner here. Uh, I did leave the, Boy, I did leave the state for. For a night, boy, that would be something. And she didn't burn the house down. She did not. Do you, but there might be a butt in the up. I did. No, uh, no I was honestly wondering: Play is the she music. the type? Is she the type that'd be like, "All right, I can have a couple friends over"? No, not at all. That's the reason that we can do that. Now, all the rest of my children, yes, but yeah, she is yeah. the one that is. Totally, she's <laughs> the one that we sent to Italy last summer. She's going oh, to England, which I can't believe. That is she's incredible. going to England on spring break, I believe, this year. Uh, it's all for soccer. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course they do a lot of, and the group that she goes with, we're very close with those people. And so <coughs> it's a, it's a trusting and accountability thing. And well, we were asking, cause you had brought it up. Uh, did you have to monitor, uh, your, your liquor situation? <laughs> did you no, draw but, little notches on the but bottles? I have as the things that I'm, the liquor bottles have always just been, in a in a cabinet or tucked away in a corner kind of unseen they're now going shortly they're already on display but they're going to be in a more prominent display very soon mm -hmm. and i have bought a marker <laughs> to do oh that's bottle great marking i and i think i had said this before maybe i told you guys off the air that i think i was 12 or 13 when we had like six hours to ourselves and my mom's friends place mm. And they had all the liquor in the world, yeah. but we didn't know anything about liquor. Mm. We knew nothing. So I think it might have been Campari. 
It might have been whatever, and we started right. drinking it, going, uh, we are getting drunk. Mine was Bartles and James. Across the street. <laughs> I remember Bartles and James. This yes. kid, Matt, across the street, had uh, his dad and his stepmom, and we would get in their liquor cabinet because she was a big figure skating fan. So they'd come Katarina up to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Namaguchi. Yeah. yeah, and they'd come watch figure skating here. Which Jeff was a Brian Boitano. Jeff was a um, he was a carpenter, and you could tell he did not enjoy this at all. You knew he did not enjoy that stuff at all. Mm-hmm. But he would just go because his sequin vest. Joni wore the yeah. pants. We used to call her the captain. We called her the captain. Oh, I love that. And so she wore, and now I call my wife the captain. Um, oh. She's she the wore captain the pants. Now. <laughs> she wore the pants. I'm the captain. The very red pants, and she made him do whatever she wanted. And uh, <laughs> they would come. Up, they would come up to Cleveland. I say come up to Cleveland because we're in Cleveland. Right. Now. They'd go up to Cleveland, and we'd all go over to Matt's house, and we would just get in the liquor, and we were drinking their Maker's Mark, which I'd be pissed because that's decent whiskey. Yeah. Well, I tell myself now, so I have a bunch of really nice bourbons that I've acquired. We've over the last two or three years, for you know, I coach all these little teams, and some teams are just rec teams that, you know. The parents are like, here, take my kid for an hour and be the babysitter. Mm-hmm. And some teams we put a ton of time and effort in. And it's like my football team this year, they got me, the parents at the end, they get together and they do like coaches' gifts and stuff. And they got me a really nice bottle of double oaked Woodford. Ooh, nice. yes. Because um, they knew it was like, we can get you another gift card to B dubs in town and that's easy. But this was more of a little. Special thing, but oh, so I've got all these bourbons, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my kid, my kids. I, every once in a while, I'm like, smell it, you know, and they're like, oh, like can't do it. And I go, my yeah. kids wouldn't drink that because that that's bourbon, they can't handle it. And then I think, oh, when I was 16, we were drinking Everclear every weekend. Oh God, Everclear. So oh. work quicker. <laughs> yeah, because because it got you there quicker. Jeez, playing quarters with Everclear. That, you you want to see your friends yeah. get their stomach pumped? Yeah. <laughs> I've done up, it. Here comes Everclear. Yeah. We drank. Uh, we, I got in the gin. I got in the gin. Like, I didn't get into gin. And when I mean got in the yeah. gin, like, oh, he got, he got in the gin. He pulled it out and started drinking gin. Um, A beef I eater. I never liked gin. I don't I understand gin. gin. It was Tangeray. The only oh, okay. gin I will get, yeah, it, Tangeray. Yeah. The only gin I will ever get is in a Negroni. And yeah, that's yeah. it. And I cannot stomach gin. There have been a few times where that's all that's been available. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm done. Done drinking for the night. This is not, this is not pleasurable yeah, at all. I tweeted at somebody one time about, like, I can't take gin. And, like, there were people going, well, it's this gin. And I'm like, guys, no. I remember. I know I drink, low, I, I know I drink bottom shelf whiskey, and everybody just thinks I'm just some fall-down alcoholic. And in some ways, you're right. But, like, I, I, like if you were like, Hey, I got this big bottle of gin. Let's make gin drinks. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna stay sober tonight. That's fine. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I'm good. I, I remember the lo- first time that, that I like. did it. It was at a bar in Korea. First time I ever really drank gin. Jesus. So I've been drinking Korean for a while gin. in my in my life. No, I think it was Tangeray as well. Oh, okay. But the first thing somebody ordered a gin and tonic, and I'm like, I'll get a gin because I'm like 20, right? I'll get a gin and tonic too. And I drank that, and I go, that's god-awful. Yeah. And then Close. I went, well, Snoop Dogg, gin and juice, right? Snoop's made a whole song about it. It's got to be a decent What's drink. the juice? I think it's just orange juice. Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. That's how I had it. Or any sort of other juice. You know, yeah. you know what? Cranberry. You know juice. what else is horrible? But, gin and juice. That's horrible. Yeah. I'll never gin, do that again. Gin, gin's bad. I, I mean, what do you think of lesson. screwdrivers? You're drinking pine cones, man. Uh, Screwdrivers, uh, vodka, yeah, I can do that. Okay. We we used to we drank now. There's a difference for the Browns. I might I might do a. I don't know. Like, because you also go from. There are days where you might have had a long Saturday night and you go out to a brunch Sunday morning and you're still filling it and you go hair of the dog and I will do a Bloody Mary yeah. then no. and really enjoy a That's Bloody Mary. That's the only Mary. time I do a Bloody Mary. I but can't do it. I it's can't gotta, drink juice. It has to specifically be a Sunday morning brunch. It can't, it can't be, be a Saturday, Saturday morning no, brunch. not Saturday. A Sunday aunt, morning Not a brunch. holiday Memorial Day right. weekend and it's now, Sunday. We don't do that on holidays, but Christmas morning? Guess who's about to drink a ton of champagne Christmas morning? We drink mimosas yeah. like crazy on Christmas morning. Wait, what morning. do you do with eggnog? What do you spike eggnog with? I've so never done we I've... just did, my buddy, for this party that we had at the end for this football team that I coached that yeah. they gave me, the Woodford. I had, we did it the weekend after Halloween. So for Halloween, I went and bought <laughs> the buckets of Fireball, the little singlet shots, oh, right? Good. To give out to the parents. Well, I had I bought like a hundred of them, and I had some left. So we took them up there. So we, as a team, while all the boys were outside, all of the parents got a little fireball, and we That's all nice. did a shot of fireball together. It was just the best team that I've ever been associated with for third and fourth grade <laughs> you football. Celebrate. Yeah, it was great. That's nice. um, but all the parents were kind of in with it too. Um, but so after that, one of the parents texted me and goes. The fireball really got me on something. I'm doing eggnog and fireball. And so we went and bought some eggnog and mixed it with the fireball. Did it work? It's decent. If you get your portions correct, it's pretty I decent. Just put, I just put the, the I put the, the Jack Daniels in, and then I put the fireball in. You mix it up, yeah. down the hatch. I think Jack or Jim, one of them sells one. their own wait, wait, you just, oh, by, by right, way, yeah. Owen just it's said Jim. something, and it is one of my it is one of the great feelings of the year. Is holiday time, you're at a house, no responsibilities yeah. that night, you got a driver, you got anything taken care of, and there's at least five of you, maybe ten, and you've all you're all on the same page. There is no, hey, I'm not drinking tonight. Hey, no, I'm done. I'm yep. not gonna have that. Yep. Someone brings out a shot and three people go, No, I'm not doing the shot. No, no. Everybody's on the same page. You don't have to peer pressure, and everybody is just we are having a good time, and we are all going to do this. Yep. What you just described is one of the best feelings of my life. If that makes me an alcoholic, I don't know. But I am just telling you right now, when it all comes together, it is, it, it's part of the Lord's plan. I really enjoy that more than anything. And I look really? forward to it all year. That's nice. And with the lights. When there's only looking... one set of footprints when you're <laughs> drinking with your friends, <laughs> you know you found the right one. It's just, it's just with the Christmas tree up. The, the, the music, yeah, the songs, you're awesome. all laughing about the same. You're not just arguing over politics and being an ass. You are really having oh, the best yeah. time ever. I think that is what that is what makes this time the best time of the that's year why, for me. Honestly, that's why I can't, like, I, I'm, it's weird. When I moved to Streetsboro, I didn't, I was willing to move again. I didn't care. But in the neighborhood that I'm in, I don't, I don't think I'm moving. I don't think I'm ever moving again. I think it's you done. found a good I situation. Think, I mean, when all our kids you are got grown, great neighbors, yeah, right? Like because they all come got over that scrapyard. They yeah. all come. O- let's not talk about that here, okay? Or on the air, or anywhere, okay? Let's not do that, okay? That's an ongoing thing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, damn it, man. You can't, I can't say anything to you, can <laughs> I? It was in the Jesus. news. <laughs> it was in the news. Jesus. Your explanation today, that was off air too. But you go, what is going on in Streetsboro? And then Ken goes, no, I told you about this. You go, oh, well, I read it online, you've told me, and now I saw uh, it's three things. a TV so station. It's three yeah. No, it's just the same thing. Yeah. You just have to pay it's more amazing. attention to what's happening. But my neighbors, they all come over, and we all end up boozing, and so it's a good time. So good. And no. I just, I just, and, and, and like out in the driveway, it, we do tend to hibernate after the holidays. It's weird. We have people over for Super Bowl Sunday, which sucks because I have to wake up ass early the next day. No, but you know what? Janu- but, January's dark. January yeah. sucks. January, <laughs> I, I delivered pizza. It's the yep. worst pizza month by far. Nobody does anything. Everybody watches their wallets, and yep. nobody goes out, and first nobody's quarter. allowed to have fun. Beginning of first quarter. Nobody spends money. Nope. It is a di- – you'll hear it on our radio station, but it is. It's just amazing how down of a month January is. Yep. And so the holidays, it's like we are getting up. For the month of December, oh, yeah. folks. And what was yesterday? It was yesterday, December 1st? Yep. Let's go. Let's go. It's true. It's absolutely That's true. how I feel. We can't end the podcast yet. I think that's what you were trying to do. But no. Today's December 1st. No. Today is December 1st, by the way. Oh, We, we still have plenty of time to talk here. Um, there was another thing I was proud of you about, by the way. What's I don't that? think you noticed this. No. Well, you might have noticed this. You might not. Liz and I were talking about you on our way to Thanksgiving. Because she goes, where is, she goes, is Anthony? And I go, Anthony's working today. She goes, oh, he is? He goes, yeah, he's working a lot of TV lately. And she goes, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You did the same thing. I was like, wait, well, you go, well, when you have kids, you, you, there's something that clicks in your guys' heads where you have to provide. She said mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I go, well, you kind of made it impossible for me to think any way else. You quit your job, Liz. <laughs> That's kind of what happens, So. Right? You kind of made it a little difficult for me to turn things down, now, didn't you? Mm-hmm. It's all work, working out so far. But even though she's doing like a um, work-from-home, dressing-people-up thing, I don't know. It's not, the, it's not the one everybody talks about. It's a different company. Okay. It's a different company. 
It's like the like like people get styled and she styles mm-hmm. people. So she it's has like their it. specs and then she goes, yeah. This is what would look good on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she does. Okay. So she's not without a job, but she's, you know She's found something to she occupy. Works out the home to other op- than drinking, yeah. yeah. No, I without a doubt, I never when uh, since I moved to Cleveland. And especially when when we got the show together. Yeah. I didn't worry about money. I didn't worry about it. I didn't think about it. I'm like, I'll just always have enough for what I need to do. And I did. I traveled insane amount of times. Yeah, you did. And in, 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 in there was a five-year stretch where I, I traveled as much as possible. I, I mean, I would go to Chicago. My sister was there five times a year. And then do my Florida trips, L.A., mm-hmm. New York. Like, I would just do all this. And it was insane how much money I was spending. But it didn't matter. I was always like, what is the balance? Is the balance growing? Yes. Then I'm good to go. Well, now, now, damn it, I'm thinking about money. You have to. And I hate it. I hate it. This is not what I ever wanted to do. I never wanted to think about this stuff. And I feel like every decision that is made has to be about money. And I hate that. And now I I never understood the plight of some people, especially when I kind of knew how much people made you know, in other walks of life. Yeah. I'm like, why are they worried about money? I see what they're doing. I know what he, the guy, he's doing medical devices. What's the problem? What's the money? He's an engineer. What's the money? So, now I get it. Now I totally get it. There's never enough. No. There never is enough. I know that sounds like American secret, greed and decadence. My boss has told me that years ago. I mean, years and years and years ago when I was working for jobs and I made nothing. And they go, you'll make more money. You'll just have bigger bills. Yeah. I mean, my old boss used to live next to Kirby Puckett, so it was in a pretty nice neighborhood. And he goes, you make more money, you just have bigger bills. Mm-hmm. You, you just have bigger bills, you just have more things, and it's true. And so you, you worry about that. Um, there comes a time where you have to say no to something, but you do worry about that, I think. But that but, even the saying no, even the turning down of things, no. Owen's going to roll his eyes at any of this, the turning down of stuff is only because certain things become more valuable to you. Yeah. When there were times in my life, nothing. It was, I'll just do anything. That's I'll true. do whatever. I'll do whatever. No, I, I mean, I can kind of, that's why I still am happy doing this morning show every day and waking up at 3.30 every day, right? Because right now, to me, the most valuable thing is being home when my kids get out of school mm-hmm. and doing all of the things that I've been fortunate enough to do with them. Oh, we're lucky. We're and very be lucky. Yeah. a part of their life. But at the same time, like, I'm working a hockey game tonight. So, <laughs> like, that kind of sucks. I'm missing some stuff for that. So, you can't turn it all down. But No, to, I just, I, I, sometimes you know, people go, well, well. you're doing all this. I go, it's not, it's not like I'm working 18 hour days fully. And and you're not breaking big rocks into little rocks yeah, and things I like mean, that. We're just, yeah. I mean, I sit on ass and I talk sports. Uh, the stresses the time, are a different stress. Yeah. At the same time, I will tell you the biggest problem. Well, I shared that with you guys off the air. I mean, that situation with flag football. Mm, yeah, that sent me that mm. sent me to the rooftop there, and I'll never have that situation. Happen Those are the again. things I can't wait for. That'll oh. never happen again. That'll never, ever, ever. With I don't know what Eli is ever going to do. I don't know what Jonah is going to do. Mm. But that'll never happen again. That pissed me off. I mean, I haven't been that pissed, and I can't remember how long. I, I've not but been I that But I can tell that was genuine. That was coming from a real Man, place. I was in a real hateful spot that day. Really, viscerally, 
pissed that day. And it should have been a great day, but boy, was I pissed. Um, but other than that, it's been okay. And there will be there's some things you have to do to your schedule to change some things. But you'll be okay. Are you going to have another? No, here's what I get nervous about. I, I, we wanted to. Uh, yeah. my, what I am very nervous about is I keep thinking, what is this going to be like if I'm doing this exact same job at 60? I've thought about that a lot. Like, right now I'm loving life. Will I want to do this? I will have no connection whatsoever to young people at age 60. I'm not going to be – I'm already not cool. Like, that. the cool or the hip, maybe I never was, but you feel like you were. And when I'm 60, I'm not going to be able to connect at all to the young fans because they're not even born yet. <laughs> to the young sports fans – they might be talking e-gaming when I'm 60. I don't know. I have no idea what, what kids are going to be. Like, we, right now, I can honestly say, we connect with our fans. We have zero problem. When I'm We're out in the, the wheelhouse with them. We are in the wheelhouse. I know exactly what, and, you know, I was worried about things like soccer. And so I ask questions. And I know that I'm not a big soccer fan, but I understand why our younger demo enjoys soccer more than our demo did. I can at least... Understand. I'm not going to even understand. When I'm 60, mm-hmm. there's going to be zero understanding. And so will that turn me into an angry, old... I'm terrified of that. Uh, ...crumudgeon, the stuff I hate when I hear I'm other people? That. that is what I'm worried That's about. That's the thing I'm afraid of the most. I don't want to be... I don't want to be... Bitter. Bitter on everything. No. I think when, there, when you see something you don't like, you got to say it. But I don't want to be bitter about society in general. But I think it I just happens, about, doesn't it? I don't want to be – no. I, well, I, I hope it doesn't. I, I really hope it doesn't. Like Jim, Jim Rome is doing an entirely new thing. He's doing a whole podcast about essentially this, trying to make sure he didn't grow old and stale and that he's disconnected. That's the whole point of what he's doing. He, mm. It's like a, a redemption project or whatever. Like what – and he is – God, I mean Jim Rome is in a different – he's in a different world than he was – you know, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, where will we be and what will we be into? And we'll be able to do this job because I see a lot of people that I, just aren't able to. I, I don't want to be one of the guys who listen. There's things in society. There's things in society that have to change. I, don't, I hope I'm not one of the people who there's things in society that have to change. But there's also things that I do think should stay the same or things that we can learn from history. I don't want to be the person that bitches about everything in society changing. Right. And I think that's we all become that. I already am bitching about way more than I did ten years ago. Bobby, you, you have more, th- but you bitch more because you have more things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. And so, when you have more things that are important to you, you become nervous about losing them. You understand? So, y- if you have kids and a wife, and you have to provide for the child. There's going to be things that you you get stuck in. Because that's comforting to you. You know, when people talk about the American dream, you know, people think about millions. The American dream is just security. That's what the American dream is. It's supposed to be a house. Yeah. Owning a home. And, and for so many people that's been shaken. Took me 41 shaken, years. For so many people that's been shaken. And we've, we've talked about this with politics as well. Like there's so many people who, you know, when we talk about the silent majority and you have both sides that claim the silent majority or the silent minority yeah, or yeah. whatever you want to say. There's so many people that claim it, and they don't really don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you've seen what the way voting has gone, I think there's a lot of people that just want to be left alone. And they don't want to 
for one side or the other. They don't, there's, there's things that need to be shaken up. There's things that are good, but there's also comes a point where, you know what? I did my marching. I did my anger. And now I'm at a point where I just want to go home and be left alone. And that's okay. You know, that's what youth is for, is for that passion. That's what that is for. And you do have a group of people that hold on to that power when they get older as much as they can because they want to hold on to that comfort. We see it in politics. We see it in life. So I I, I do think, losing my voice here, I do think there has to be a, a medium there. But I also think that when guys who do what we do when they stop listening to people, I think that's when they lose touch. You know, that's what I get worried about. Like we have a, we have a guy who sends us emails, a Brock, and we're always busting each other's balls. Mm-hmm. And I busted his balls back. He hasn't sent an email back. I'm like, I'm worried. You think he took it too far? Yeah. Is he going to accused us of, of ripping on David and Joku this year? I'm like, we didn't rip on David and Joku this year. I definitely ripped on him. We've in the ripped past. on him in the past. Yeah. We did not rip on him this year. In fact, we said we thought we was going to have a big year because Jacoby Brissett throws the tight ends primarily. We did not rip on David Njoku this season. That's kind of how it works. When you, when you play well, yeah. we tend to say good things about you. But when he signed his contract and Jacoby Brissett was showing up, I'm going, yeah, he's going he's gonna to mm. put up big numbers. And no Hooper. Yeah. Man, Hooper was a waste. It was. It was really bad. I defended that. Oh, by the way, um, are we going to tell the story of Sexy Mix at some point? Of what? Sexy Mix. We talked about it at the beginning of the show today. Um, I'm going to find the CD. Please do. Please do, because I know I have committed to memory. i, I got to write them down. But I c- commit to memory some so, of the songs that we listen to. Lima found his, on Spotify, we probably shouldn't say it like this, yeah. um, on Spotify, his top songs. Mm-hmm. Is it top songs or top artists? They do everything. Top artists, top songs, top genres that you listen to. Are you ready for my top song? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my God. Hey, it's, it's your top song. I mean, there's no skirt in the issue. Here we go. Number one top song. Rake Samalo, University of Notre Dame Marching <laughs> Come Band. Come on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 